Welcome back to the show, my friends. Today we are continuing the spirit-led conversation with Juliana Page. Once again, Juliana is host of the God's Vibes podcast. She is a best-selling author, a master certified life coach, and minister of God's Vibes. Juliana serves as a leadership and self-mastery strategist for organizations, companies, entrepreneurs, and individuals. This was truly a spirit-led conversation, you all. I just encourage you to really listen and listen again to how she has been completely changed by God, how God is working in and through her to influence the lives of others, and what it means to 100% say yes to God. So tune in. I know you're going to be blessed by this episode as we continue our conversation. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement, But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. When I started getting into relationship with God, the first thing he went for is my heart. Mm -hmm. right like let me heal this thing right because like you might think it's healed and keep trying to like you know go through things but it's not and like that's what I got to invade so that you can be fully dependent I think we'll get in trouble when we think we can just depend on God because that's mainly a cerebral thing that's a mental thing we think we're doing it but you've got to know that that's actually happening and that knowing comes from your heart and I love Ezekiel says that when you become born again right God puts a new heart in you Yes. And it's a heart that's not self-driven. It's God driven. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, because now I can trust my heart. Whereas before it was like wicked and deceitful who can trust it. God put this new one in me that has God's desires for me in there that has his will for me in there. And so the things that are in this new heart, I can trust. And like, that's what he wants to unpack and partner with me to create. And so I'm just excited that I have an honor and privilege of partnering with him to do epic things. One of my mission statements is that those that know their God will be strong and do exploits. Oh, and I'm like, game on God. Yeah. Let's go. Like, what are the exploits? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. One, like build me from so that I'm amped about that. Not intimidated. One, right. two, like, <laughs> like help me like really know how to partner with you. So that's actually like a fun thing for me and not, you know, yes. really horrible. So to me, it's, I love believing that I'm creative. I'm somebody that I never thought I was creative, which is like laughable now. 
but literally, you know what I mean? Like you just think that you're a set way because nobody developed you or nurtured you or taught you what your giftings were, what you're really naturally oriented towards. So we're all creative. So we're made in the image and likeness of our creator. So I love just being like, what are we creating God? Like, it's super fun. Because you're not doing the heavy lifting on your own. Like he's helping you create something awesome. And you're really just showing up. You're showing up for him to create through you. Yes. 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 Because he wants to work mightily in and through you. A lot of times we're asking for him to show up and like do a miracle. And he's like, I'm hello. Like you're the miracle. I made you. (laughs) I want to use you to like create this change. I don't want to just create the change. Like you are my answer to create that change. Right. So I start thinking. Okay. How do I think like God? When I know that even asking that question, I'm starting to think now all the thoughts that aren't godly. Mm. Right. So the beginning, like that God's vibes, the vibes piece is that everything is a frequency. Everything is a vibration. Your thought is a vibration. Your emotion is a a frequency, a rhythm, a vibration. Your heartbeat is literally a vibration. Your words, your voice is a vibration, right? Like it's really becoming aware of and highly sensitive to the unseen realm. Mm. That's truly what the vibes are because yeah. we can experience it all the time. You can walk in the room and be like, oop, something's dark in here. Yeah. Something is not yeah. right in here. And so I'll be like, God, what spirit is in here? Yes. Right? Like what is operating? Control, manipulation, pride. Yes. Okay, cool. Praying against those things and going to be a messenger of the opposite because you never fight something of the same spirit. Right. So I'm like, okay, like I'm going to come in here with courage, with joy, right. Full of God's life. And like, totally like probably freak this whole environment out in the best way. Right. (laughs) But I'm like, game on. That's actually really fun at the end of the day. Right. People are like, who are you? I'm like, wouldn't you like to know? Right. Like, yeah. Way more fun. How much time do you have? (laughs) Exactly. So fun. So to me, I'm starting to think, okay, like if this stuff is operating here, what does God want to do? Yeah. And if I'm here, I have authority everywhere. Your feet set foot, you have authority. So I'm like, okay, like you got me in this room. What are we doing? Yes. That's what I'm paying attention to. Not like, oh my gosh, this person's being so controlling and manipulative and you know, yeah. not getting into what's happening in the physical, but like, what is God doing? And mm-hmm. now I'm partnering to bring that shift. So yes. an example of this that I have just so you can see how this operates and how you start tracking with God. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's truly what it is. How do I align my thoughts with God's thoughts? How do I walk in the ways of the spirit? How do I apply his word to my life? How do I grow up and mature in him? How do I major in the things that are major to him? How do I do that? That's all lots of like wisdom and discernment on the inside Mm -hmm. and filtering through a lot of stuff that's not God at all. Right. right? So in an environment, I was sent to a coaching company. Wild. This place was corrupt. Okay. And I started to figure that out quickly, (laughs) but definitely by three months in, I was like, okay. And there was an event and the team, this is the first time because a lot of things were virtual. So the the whole team got together and I'm seeing people having mental breakdowns, people just start bawling, people breaking out in hives. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, this is not, and you wouldn't know those things normally because again, if you're online, you're not having interaction to see what everyone's experience is but I'm like this is like a lot like what is happening here right so I'm like okay (sighs) so I'm like Lord what is operating here what is happening 
what, what do you want to do here? Like, what is like, I'm here. Like, what is the, the mission, the ministry that you have for me here? Right. Like, what does that look like? So he had me there and it was super powerful. He said, there's pride here. There's manipulation. There's control. And this entire thing is built on fear. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. So two things are going to happen. I'm like, oh goodness. One, the truth is going to come to light and this ship will turn slowly. You know, it's going to be really uncomfortable, but everybody that is meant to be here to help the thing turn is here. And this thing, everyone's going to start working together. We're going to like turn the ship and get in the right direction and go. I'm like, yay, love that. Option two, people are going to start dropping like flies and this thing's going to sink. And I'm like, oh, yeah. "Uh, Okay. So I'm going to build the first one until (laughs) you give me another mission, right? So strangely enough, I got to be part of bringing the truth to life on multiple occasions. One of them was ministering directly to the CEO of this place. And a total God moment happened and you could tell God got in there. This person turned around and used it into a whole teaching moment to everyone that she's influencing in a very ungodly way, um, which was powerful to watch. Right. And that's when I became a threat because now people that are directly connected to this person were like, what? Because basically I was getting indirectly praised and they're like, what is happening here? I'm not the favorite kind of a thing. It was very weird, but again, part of what was operating there. So that started to happen. And very shortly after this event, all these things were coming up and all the people. And I was sort of like on assignment to minister to every single person, pour courage into them, recenter them, help them stay in integrity, help them not compromise, help them. Right. And these moments were very, very powerful because there are these high intensity pressure moments, right? People are away from their families for like weeks at a time to be on mission for this organization. And so it looked like option one was going to happen, right? Where it's like, yeah, yeah, like this person is receiving truth. Like this thing is going to start turning like cool. Like the right people are truly here. They got the right hearts for this to be possible. They're gifted. They're like wicked smart. They're clearly the best of the best in the industries that they're in. Like, this is amazing. So after that event, option two started happening. Oh boy. Oh yeah. So I was able to bring to light a lot of what was happening within that organization in a very clear professional way to not allow this leader to have, you know, the benefit of not knowing. I'm like, now you know, and what you do with this is going to be everything. It was very clean and professional. No names were dropped. Just like these things are happening. So you're aware in case you're not aware, which I'm not sensing that you're not aware, but in case you're not, here's what's happening. Right. So received with gratitude, probably discomfort also started to address it. And then very shortly after that, I'm talking like within a week flip, people were quitting, people got fired. They just started like disappearing. And this original team, all of them are gone at this point. Wow. And so the mission there was to create the opportunity for God's vision to be implemented there. Yes. And to, if not, have almost like a rescue mission. Yeah. Build these people up for the courageous decision that they were going to need to make that this is not someplace you get comfortable. Wow. And now all these yeah, talk people, about a pruning. Right. And now <laughs> all these people are in this really powerful place in their lives because they had to grow up and mature in this experience and find out what they were capable of and how they can truly stand for what they're about. Cause they started to see they got there for settling. Yes. They got there for choosing 
an option when God had told them to do something yeah. else. You see what I'm saying? So now right. it's like, now we're going to spare you <laughs> what's going to happen next in that movie so that you can go run your race. Cause this is not it, but it definitely was the right amount of pressure and provoking to get you in position. So that was super powerful, but not knowing that that would not have been something that you can get through. No. Yeah. Oh, that's heavy. It, it was heavy. And the whole time too, like I'm doing all sorts of crazy things. I'm like running around in Ubers and all the things like ministering to the person in the Uber. Like <laughs> it was just the funniest thing. I was wearing different colored dresses all the time. So they knew me as like the color streak at this like hotel that we were at. <laughs> <laughs> but it was amazing. Like, cause you could just see God work ev- everywhere when you're that humble and that surrendered, like he can use you truly everywhere. And to me, none of that was about me, but every part of that could have been. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. You see the difference? So that's, I always believe to, to what you do, right? Like I believe in being a leader without a title. Yes. Oh, I, I hate even speaking my title. Like I'm that person that I'm like, I don't, when I introduce myself, I say I'm Tanya. Yes. (laughs) I don't even like to say my title because that's it. Yeah. And that's, that's truly what I embody. It's you are leading all of the time, whether you're aware of it or not. Yes. Right. And so you, you are influencing people a lot of times, not by what you're saying, but what your life is showing them. Yes. Right. And people will always remember how you made them feel. They will always really remember like a word of encouragement. Like you never know what a word of encouragement in a moment where it's needed most can do. I mean, amazing. Right. Yeah. You might not even realize an impact you made through. Yeah. And that's true on the negative as well. So it's like, you've got to pay attention. Like you are a leader already. You don't need a title to prove that you don't need a promotion to demonstrate that like you already are. So what are you doing with that? Are you leading yourself? Are you leading anybody else directly or indirectly? Are you creating or open to an opportunity to start leading, whether that's even just as a volunteer? I mean, I've probably learned the most when I'm not getting paid. For sure. Right. That, that exposes your heart. Well, right. Exactly. When you're not getting paid or which we saw through COVID, like really, really big, challenging stuff. It's like a huge microscope on a soul. You know what I mean? It's like what's in your heart is going to come out into the world. Well, and that's true. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Yes. So something that even, again, when you're thinking about leadership, what are your people talking about? Right? Like I have a strict, yeah. like no gossip policy. Mm-mm, we don't do that. Yeah. Right. Or if somebody brings it around me, I create a teaching moment out of it. Right. Right. It yeah. seems like you're comfortable talking about this person, but unless they're here, I'm not comfortable talking about them. Mm, that's good. Something else we can talk about. Yes. Right. And then that person's like, Ooh. you know what I mean? I'm like, right. well, but think about it. Right. Yeah. Cause if you're talking about that person, I'm going to walk away and you're going to talk about me. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. And I'm like, yes. you might feel like that's an okay way to show up and that that's how you build connection. However, healthy connection never comes from that. So I'm going to check it immediately, but yeah. in love. Right. Like, Hey, like I still want to engage in conversation with you open to it, but I'm not open to that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Or if people say, something like they'll start telling a story that I can hear is clearly got a vibration of negative all over it. It's not building like you're prophesying 
Like that is exactly what you're inviting into your experience just by talking. And I'm like, I'm like taking that so seriously now. So I will hear that. Right. And invite them into a different conversation by saying, I don't identify with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Like you might be identifying with that, but I don't. Do you want to hear another option? Oh, I love that. Right. Yeah. I like that even better because sometimes it's like, oh, in the moment, I'll just I'll I'll not fuel that fire by not really responding or redirecting. But I don't know how often I've been that in the redirecting. It's part of creating a conflict resistant relationship. And we need these as leaders. We need these in our personal environment. Like we need to be able to have a conflict resistant relationship. And that's doing things like learning how to communicate. That's doing things like learning how to grow in your emotional intelligence and maturity. That's managing your mind. That's learning how to process what's going on inside of you so that you're not projecting it onto other people, right? Like that kind of stuff is so important as a leader, because otherwise we are hurting people, not helping them. Right. Well, and what you allow, you promote even amongst your team. So, and you, I mean, as a leader, I've seen that where it's amazing how one, one toxic individual will completely overtake the culture and the environment you know what I mean so yeah and that energy it's exhausting like now I've more and more like you said the more and more God lives within you and you develop that relationship those sorts of energies and conversations are so uncomfortable you know what I mean like it's like oh I know how I feel right now being in your space with that energy so God expose whatever I've done to give off similar energy and, you know, forgive me and make it look different. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, I don't want to be around yes. that. So I don't, I know somebody else isn't going to want to be around me if I'm also putting that out into the world. But that's what I think too. And this may be helpful. Like, so when people are showing up in their dirt, right? Dirt is so easy to see. Gold is not yes. right. Yeah. Nobody wants to be dirty, right? Like nobody wants to be miserable. Nobody wants to show up miserable either, but they've learned that that is life, that that is reality, that that is what they have to do. That's the way it goes. Or they've learned to build connection that way. So then they have like a whole circle of gossip people, like the mean girls, or they've got, do you know what I mean? So to me, I'm like, oh, like this is an invitation for a new thing, right? Like God is the God of the new thing. His mercies are new every day. It's like, you can be a minister of that everywhere you go. You can be a God encounter for somebody, right? So I'm like, that then makes me excited because like, I I like to say that they get bamboozled by Jesus, right? Like they just don't know what's happening. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, that fell flat. It's kind of fun, right? Like I say that I partner with Jehovah Sneaky and we just do things all day. (laughs) It's the best, right? So literally I will... (laughs) I will be like, oh, when you feel that like angsty feeling like, ew, like I don't like what the spirit is. It's that is a beautiful opportunity to sow a new thing. Yes. Versus I'm going to walk away. This person is this, that, or the other thing, like whatever. It's like, no, no, no. Like this person is like misinformed. Like they don't know how good life can be or even who they actually are capable of being in this moment. Right. So I'm going to just like waltz myself in and like invite a new thing for them to consider and they might receive it or not, but I'm just going to like, sow the seed because that's my job. And then Holy Spirit work in the seed 
is Holy Spirit's job, right? Yes. So when I see it that way, then interactions that normally would feel just icky and gross become like these beautiful encounters. Yes, like they're way more fun. Yes. Totally. You're like, oh, yeah. this person is a little twisted up on the inside. Let's like at least <laughs> let's pull like a little string of that yarn. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Un- untangle them a little bit here. Right. Yes. That becomes more more fun because what I also love to do, which is silly, I picture every person as a child. Like oh either yeah. a seven year old or like thirteen year old, right? I'm yes. like, because that version of all of us is somehow bottled up in there when we're having crazy reactions, right? Like your <laughs> totally. seven year old self is showing up right now. So it's like when people are like in a tantrum, I'm like, oh yeah. Like if I were thinking like that or processing like that, that's probably how I would show up too. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just give them space usually to like vent it out. Right. Right. And then that sounds like that was really painful. Right. Validate it. Yes. Right. And then if they like release, sometimes you'll see the release and then I encourage because now they got space to receive. Right. Right. So a lot of it's like de-escalating. People didn't learn. We didn't learn this, how to self-soothe. Right. How to deal with uncomfortable situations. And I'm like, this person is just in an uncomfortable situation and I am connected to the one that knows how to handle those. Yes. Well, and so many of us haven't, I mean, it's rare to feel like you've been heard or have the opportunity to be listened to. And at least my nature has always been like, I feel like this responsibility to fix things or fix people. And when that shifts to where it's like, oh, you just, you need someone to listen. You need me to see you, hear you and show you that you're not, you are not insignificant. Like, okay. Yes. This sounds like it's this. Now consider this perspective. Like it, you well, can almost, just see it. Two what, things you could say: what is the need that this yes. person has, or what is missing? Yes. Right. So, That's like right. in what you're describing, it's like, oh, this person is feeling unworthy. This person is feeling rejected. This person is feeling whatever it is. Then it's like, okay, the validation is what's needed. Then. Yes. That's what's missing. Like this person hasn't been encouraged. This person hasn't been validated. This person hasn't been supported. This person hasn't been seen for all that they are doing. And they're probably bullying themselves. So they, they're not going to get a moment where they're actually seen and can receive what is actually going well. Yes. And what is working and how they've created that. So that moment as a leader is super powerful instead of making it a correction moment instead of making it a shame moment instead of making it a punishment it's allowing that moment to be a safe one by how you handle it and allowing it to be one where you actually champion this person versus showing up like their enemy yes like sure like in those moments can happen all of the time when we're actually present and paying attention to that and you're sowing it into yourself and the other person yes right right Power. And the, the degree to which that impacts future change, like you said, it like there's so much more power to that. You know, it's sorry that I'm that brought about this example of my son. And you speak about, you know, really, we we ought take the posture of children when it comes to our faith. And I, it reminds me, my son is That's- on the autism spectrum and was like bullying was just a part of his life or whatever. And this one occasion, he got pummeled like black eyes, knots on his head. and my husband and my first reaction, you know, we, it, it so happened that that night we were leaving on vacation. So we had a week to separate and we were like, Oh, we got to teach this kid how to fight back. Like he doesn't know how to throw a punch. Uh, He's just gonna, you know what I mean? We're kind of like yeah. 
you know, we're like mama bear reacting to like, what, you know, my baby just got, and he said, we were standing in line. We were at Disney world. I remember this. And he said, you know, mom, I think that the best thing I could do is show forgiveness. Cause I bet, you know, this child hasn't really seen that. And the child comes from a abusive environment. Like he's probably only seen aggression and anger. And you know what I mean? He's not seen a forgiving heart. And I was like, it totally stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, you know what, buddy? I said, you're exactly right. I said, how powerful that's it. Could that be to show him a heart of forgiveness? And he went back to school and he owned what was his. Like, you know, he was being annoying in some other ways and and said that he forgave. And it was like absolutely dissolved the whole like there was never again a situation where the kid bullied him he actually then returned an apology and it and I think okay now instead if he would have came back and been vengeful or you know reactive it would have gone a whole different direction escalated it yeah yeah I mean the power that's the whole thing but you just it's modeling that opposite spirit it's like okay they're coming like it's Jesus right like they're coming in this but Jesus never met him in that yeah part of what made him so powerful in his walk, right? Like he always met with whatever his father was saying, doing, he was about his business and everything. And that's really the call, no matter where you are as a leader, it's like be about that main thing. Like give that your wholehearted yes. Like this isn't about me. This person having a reaction is not about me, right? right? This experience could go the way I want it to go, or it can actually be something that God is doing here. Yes. The way we live now, it's like people are not going to go to church. People are not going to probably listen to ministry leaders, right? Like they're going to experience God through you. Yes. But right. they won't if, if like you're not actually leading and taking that super seriously. Yes. Right? Like it's a high call on purpose. Yes. You need to come up higher in it all the time. Right. Right. And it's, not necess- and it's certainly not the popular way of leading, you know, and no. it's like, that's always been like, who, who is my example of leadership? It's Jesus. I want to lead like Jesus leads. And that isn't yeah. the traditional stereotypical and becoming, that isn't the popular way of leading. It is not, it is not, but it's when you lead that way, that's how you live like a, a blessed and favored life. Like that's how you win in your assignment. If there is a way, right. It's, yeah. When you're in the will of God, that's the safest place to be. That's what you are anointed for. That's what you are given strength for. Like we only have energy for our assignment. We don't have energy for everything, but we have it for our assignment. So when we get off mission, that's when we start getting depressed, burnt out, stretched, Mm -hmm. maxed, taxed, all these other distractions and disease get access to our life because we're not operating where we're designed to be and we can't function that way. We're not designed to. Right. Right. So it's like, we can truly like hone in, lock in on that mission and be about his business. Like then everything starts supporting it. It's the Mm -hmm. seek the kingdom first and all the stuff gets added to you. You're not going out to get all this stuff. Like it's just coming to you because it's part of you being in alignment. Right. The magnetic thing. Like when you are aligned with what you are here to be doing Every resource and every person and everything connected to that finds you. Yes. You're not making that happen. No. That's the most powerful thing. Right. And that, you know, so many of the 
people listening right now are high achieving, many times people pleasing, approval seeking. Oh, yeah. Individuals that I feel like that was just a profound thing for them to hear, because then what happens from when you operate from that place of seeking validation in the world instead of who you are through your identity in Christ and having that audience of one, we become taxed out and maxed out and stressed. We have no time, quote, we have no time for the things that matter most. And how much of that is us operating out of alignment with our assignment or adding a whole bunch of that you deal with messes that you were never meant to walk through. Yeah. Right. Right. You start taking on, you know, you might start hanging out with the wrong people and taking on their issues as your issues. You might start staying in a place that you were never meant to stay in. And now you're dealing with all sorts of problems that God was going to remove you from, but you chose to stay there. Yeah. The free will that he gave you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? like, literally. Right. <laughs> so it, it's just really, really interesting. It's like we can suffer and resist our way or we can trust and surrender our way. Yeah. But one of them promises the supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding, grace, this divine enablement to go through things, wisdom, sound counsel. Like you get all that when you're in the will of God, you don't when you're outside of it. Right. And it's not a religion or a set of rules. This is parameters or boundaries for you to thrive in life. Yes. Right. It's the scripture that I'm thinking about, like tired, worn out, sick of religion. Come to me and I'll show you what it means to take a real rest. Right. How about you? But I want my, my soul chilling, right? Like I want my mind like overthinking. I don't want like my emotions all over the place where I'm like a really messy human to be around and totally unstable. I don't want to have all this bitterness and unforgiveness in my heart. Like I truly want to be a safe place to be. I want to be okay. Like sitting with myself. Yes. Right. right. Not chasing yeah. an addiction or being busy because I just can't sit. So yeah. to me, I'm like, that to me is a beautiful invitation. Like I can be 100% safe and happy and content mm. and still be excited about these things that I get to partner with God on. Right. And I know he will supply for. Right. And he's going to give you all the time you need for them. And you're going to be ultra productive in doing them because they're his assignment for you. Yes. Like if you build it, it's all up to you. But if you do it with him, he works out all the details and it's already all lined up for you. One of the things that got me into a position of embracing so much peace, because I was the person too, to somebody listening that I have it here. Do I can do a show and tell with you this, um, (laughs) this Psalm 112 verse seven, right? So this little cross, I used to have it on like this fun little like orchid plant in my bathroom. And I'd stare at it when I was brushing my teeth with like a little like, "Eh," right. She confidently trusts in the Lord to take care of her. And it's the verse that talks about she oh. laughs about fear of the future. And I was like, that's hilarious, right? Like, am I ever going to get to a place where I just laugh without fear of the future? I'm like, I'm tripping about it every single day. Like, how are we going to get there? Right. Yeah. So I'm staring at this thing. Don't even know who gave it to me, but I'm just like staring at this thing every single day while brushing my teeth. Like, that's not even possible, right? Like, I don't even know how to like hear God or trust God, let about yeah. laughing about my future. Like, what? Like, <laughs> right. what? Like that is hilarious. That's impossible. So, but that was still a little mustard seed of like desiring it, mm-hmm. but not trusting. Right. So to now be in this place where it's like, okay, part of that happening is like learning how to take a real rest in me. 
in your soul. Learning how to trust me with literally yourself and every detail of your life, knowing that like I hold and maintain your lot. Like I've got it all in my hand. You could not possibly care about it more than I do. Right. Intimately connected to every single detail. And with that verse, there's one that says that he has good plans for us planned in advance so we might walk in them. So I don't have to figure it out. And that kind of is like surrendering this old role of having to have it all figured out and having to know how it's all going to work so I can like be ready. Right. Mm -hmm. God already did that. Yeah. You already like laid out the whole plan. So like the way you get to the plan is like with him. Right. In step with him. Like that's the strategy. Just walk yes. with him and he'll walk you straight into the plan right. that he did for your life. Right. And when you walk away from him, you're walking straight out of it. Like that's right. literally what's happening. So it's to me every day, like I can laugh. I started to understand. I can laugh because I already know that you know what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, you've already got this thing. Like I already know that. Like, and I can laugh because the enemy thinks he's got me. Yeah. Fast, bro. Like, no. No. Like, you don't even know who you're messing with, actually. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> I feel that with you. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, whatever I need to do. Like, I've got, like, secret intel. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, make sure that you can't run your agenda. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, yeah. it's just a very, you can laugh when you know you've already got it. Mm-hmm. You can laugh when you already know, like, who's already laid out the plan. And it's a good one. Right? You can laugh when you've seen this God show up for you and start building a track record for you. Why in the world would he take you through all of that to drop you now? Right. doesn't make sense. Like there's no, no way that he would do that. Like he took you all the way through all of that. Cause you've got like a bigger thing over here. Yes. That he's launching you into. Right. Yeah. So when I start seeing it like that, then I'm like, okay, no amount of like worrying, doubting, questioning, overthinking. Right fantasizing, future tripping, no amount of any of that is going to serve me. No. Or get me any closer to closing this gap. No. It'll get you further. It's going to make me miserable. Yes. Right? And then I'll be around humans that do the same thing and we'll be miserable together. Like that is not, that ain't it. Right? So to me, I'm like, okay, if I've already seen that movie before and I see how that plays out, I'm going to choose again, but this time with God. Yes. Right. Well, what evidence that I make a decision by myself. Now I choose with him. Yes. God, what would you have me do here? Now I'm going to go do this. God, what would you have me do here? Yes. Because I'm humble enough to believe that we could be on totally different wavelengths. Yeah. And that's <laughs> very likely given how yeah. like I'm wired, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, like I'm always like, you know, track athlete or something. I'm always like all these steps ahead of God. And he's like, you want to slow, slow your roll for a second? Yeah. Jordan, like picture those little kids that just want to like go out in the street on like their little like bikes when they first get off. right. Those are like, Whoa! and you're like, no, like wrong direction. It's kind of what it's like, right? So to me, I'm like, okay, instead of that, I can just stay and step, and it's safe. Like I'm not rushing to get anywhere. Anxiety mm-hmm. will lie to you and say that you have to rush to get to this place that you're not even supposed to be in. Yes. Oh gosh. For sure. Right? Yes. So God's like. I love this example, right? When you're reading the Bible, Jesus never ran anywhere. No, he walked. Where was he running? Like he was <laughs> he running. running. And then That's he didn't even ride a fast animal. He was on like a donkey. Like yeah, he was right. not going anywhere fast. He was like in step with God the whole time. I'm like, right. hey, like when yeah. it comes to like an unforced rhythm of grace, like oh. I think this is it. Like this is how 
we do that. It's like, yeah. okay, I just got a question. I'm like available for the answer. He gives me the answer. I take the step. Yeah. Like it's a very different flow versus like you're flying down a freeway 90 yeah. miles an hour in the wrong direction and expecting that to go well. Right. Like you've seen that movie before. It's Fast and the Furious. They crash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. I right? think like, I've been in that movie. <laughs> right. Totally. I think we've lived that one, right? Like it does not yeah. go well. So it's like, yeah. okay, if I already have at least the life wisdom, maybe not God's wisdom, but I have the life wisdom and lessons to know that that doesn't work. What right. am I going to choose? Right. What am I gonna choose? And that's yeah. what makes you powerful is you actually get to use your free will to make powerful decisions every day. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think about when it's living your most courageous and impactful story. It's like, I am choosing to be powerful. Yeah. I am choosing to not shrink back. Even if my body makes me feel this kind of way. I am choosing to have my back no matter what, because no amount of bullying has ever gotten me anywhere. Yes. Other than miserable and in therapy, right? right? Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, let's be honest. Like, it just has. So I am choosing that God is for me, not against me. Yes. Choosing that, right? Like, I'm choosing to seek this God that dreamed me up. That's kind of cool if you think about it. Yes. Right. What did he have in mind when he created me? Let's find out today. Yeah. Right? Like, what if you could actually enjoy being who you are? Right. He delights in you. Like, what if you could delight in you too? Like, wouldn't that be fun? Probably way more fun than you're having with yourself currently. (laughs) Right. And it's not a vanity when you do that. You know, like, living confidently and courageously in that identity isn't a lack of humility or, right. Yeah. It's somebody that is probably the most courageous person and they're free. Yeah. They're free because they're not hindered by what are people going to think? Yeah. What are they going to say? Like, right. that's not. That's complete freedom. Assuming your mind. Yeah. Your exactly. mind is available to create epic things with God. Mm-hmm. Here for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would much rather have my mind be meditating on these cool things that I get to partner with God to create in the world versus trying to work out why I'm unworthy, why I'm unqualified, how it's never going to work, why I need eight plans before I get to the real plan, right? Why I need to back a plan to those eight plans, right? Why this person is showing up this way. Yeah. Thinking about that. Why, why I can't let this thing go. All of that is exhausting and you don't have to be consumed by any of that. Right. Because when you're in step with God, he helps you forgive. He helps lighten your load. He helps you focus. He helps you walk in wisdom. So you're not living a life of constant regret, Mm -hmm. right? Like he helps you embrace this abundant life that he has for you now, not later now. So that to me is the ultimate invitation. It's like, who do I want to partner with today? Mm -hmm. That literal word, choose this day who you're going to serve. I've just made up my mind about that. Yes. That's what I see is different. Like I just choose to see that when I'm partnering with fear, I'm like, what's good enemy? What are we building today? Yeah. Oh, that's right. a good way to look at it. Like that's. Yeah. Like, and now I'm making myself that. an enemy to God. That sounds right. fun. Not. Yeah. No. <laughs> right. Or like when that's I bad, am. You <laughs> right. Or when I'm talking negatively about an experience, I'm like, oh, I'm inviting more of that in. Mm-hmm. Right. Or when I am ignoring or repressing an emotion, I am pushing down valuable information that's here to serve me in this moment because I can change something with that. Yeah. Right. Right. There's just so many things that 
when you just allow that to be what you choose, choose to serve God, you start looking at that every day. What does that mean? How do I practically apply that today Mm -hmm. in this meeting, in this commute to work, in this interaction, in this difficult conversation? Like, how do I choose God in this? I don't need to win the argument. I don't need to be right. God's call is reconciliation. How do I bring reconciliation into this conversation to Mm -hmm. God, to self, to other people? Like, how do I do that? Right. Versus creating like strife or division. Like these are choices and we're sowing every day. So it's like, whatever you're sowing today, you will see a harvest of. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really more, there's a heightened awareness of, wow, my thoughts used to be really, really bad. Yeah. Right. Like none of them were what God thought about me. That's kind of intimidating. Well, how do you want to change it? Start renewing your mind. Right. Well, yeah. When we think about when we have all those thoughts, even about ourselves, it's essentially saying what Jesus did on the cross wasn't good enough or wasn't enough. Right. Like, Oh, right. Or somehow God made a mistake. I'm indulging in emotion. Like why are you sitting here having a pity party when God made you powerful? You can't be both. Which one do you want to be? Pitiful or powerful. Yeah, that's it. So I'm like, okay, like, yes, feel the emotion. Don't have like emotional bypassing, right? Feel the emotion, but feel it for what it's bringing you. It's bringing you a gift. Mm -hmm. So instead of like indulging in it longer than you need to, what is it here to bring up and show you and then let it ride? So Mm -hmm. I always think it's like a wave, Mm -hmm. like their meds just flow through you and give you what they need. And then they just go out again, right? So emotions are meant to just do that. But if we repress them or hang on to them or make them bigger than they need to be, they turn into like a full on hurricane, right? And it doesn't need to be like that. Just take the gift, right? And then keep it moving or start evaluating what's in your heart. Like what's going on in your heart? Because all of that is going to be exactly what you start creating, Mm -hmm. right? Bitter people create interesting things. They're usually pretty bitter. Angry people create big messes. Yes unforgiving people are very hard to be around. Yes. Yes. Right. And you're going to be creating that if you store it up in here and don't look at it. Right. You can hide it, but who are you hiding it from? Right. Other people know exactly what's up. You're really just denying what's inside of you, but it's clear. Yeah. And you're poisoning yourself in the process. You know, you're drinking the poison. God knows, you know, you're just denying that, you know, and other people around you definitely know. That's why they're not trying to be close to you. Yes. Yeah. Powerful. Really powerful. Oh my gosh. I feel like there's so much prophetic wisdom today. (laughs) Okay. Oh wait, we're, we're on an episode. I thought it was just Tanya's personal, like coaching session <laughs> are you talking to me directly right now yeah. oh my gosh I could talk to you like 24 7 every day of the week <laughs> so in all of that and you've obviously then taken on so many leadership roles formally and informally yeah. you know title or not title uh-huh. what then have you learned I mean I'm hearing obviously put make God the CEO you know yes. obviously yeah. What has been the key to you being effective in those, in those leadership roles? I think it is trusting that God qualifies the called, right? Mm -hmm. So if he has you on assignment, he's already qualified you to be there. Don't question. Yeah. Right. Then the other piece is, is help me to partner with you in doing what you want to do here. So I'm actively 
seeking God for what he wants to do, what he's given me this honor and privilege of being in this space to do with him. Like, that's what I'm thinking. So I, I think it's this level of, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm okay. Not knowing, like, I don't know exactly why you have me here, but I know it's on purpose. So I'm going to definitely just show up like that is every single day and be highly sensitive to what you're doing every single day. And then I'm also going to just partner with you in everything I'm doing. I'm going to pray about everything. I'm going to be very intentional about how I show up because I'm trusting that every time I do that, you're going to give me the step, the step, the guidance, the wisdom, the strategy, whatever it is. And then it's going to turn into this bigger thing that you're doing. Right. Right. So I think it's those two things. Like I trust that this is, I'm on assignment Mm -hmm. Yeah. versus questioning why I'm there. I trust I'm on assignment. And then the other piece is that I have no clue. Like this, this ain't going to work without you. Right. That's really it. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not showing up in me. I'm not trying to get a resume boost. I'm not even showing up for the paycheck because I'm on God's payroll. (laughs) Right. So it's like, whatever provision you want to bring to me, like you're handling that part. Like when I'm busy about your business, you cover mine. So it's more so I'm just committed to figuring out what is your business. So I can partner with you in that and represent you well. Yeah. Cause that's truly like the heart that I want to be after. Yeah. I think those two things keep me in his lane, like in holiness. And then they also keep me undistracted mm-hmm. to, yeah. to the lesser things that will always be there. There's always going to be distractions. There's always going to be detours, but they, this keeps me focused. Yes. And yeah. from a place of humility, like mm-hmm. too often, you know, leadership, people see leadership as a, a title and an ego boosting experience to boss instead of lead, which is influence, you know, yeah. really leadership yeah. is in being an influencer well what do we want to be that energy of influence that's it so if even somebody was like well why are you qualified I would answer honestly authentically in that moment with the words that Holy Spirit gave me to say in that moment Mm -hmm. like an example of this I spent uh last year majority of the last year God had me and I didn't figure out the assignment until like into it he had me on assignment to go to networking events every single week a couple times a week and minister to the one So this was not about building a business. This was not about um, trying to say how great I am. None of that actually was happening. It's like one person to every single one of these. And I want you to like find them and minister to them. And I was like, what? But that whole time, like the funniest thing would happen. I said something different every single time. Yeah. Like how I introduced myself, whatever he'd have me say, like the whole thing was totally dependent on God. I'm like, I have no clue why you sent me here, who you want me to talk to or what the heck I'm going to say, but like, (laughs) let's go. Right. And then he would send me there and it would be like this whole crazy thing and be hilarious. The things that would start happening or like the things that he would have there share. I'm like, this this is only God, but that was like great practice of just getting out of the way and letting him use it. Now I will say like later, I think somebody on the podcast, I don't know if you've listened to this episode on God's vibes, but she was like, yeah. So it was like really weird. Like I met you at a networking event. You were talking about God. And I was like, who comes to a networking event and talks about God? And I'm like, <laughs> I do, apparently. So she's like, and I thought it was like really weird. Like it just was like something was happening in my spirit. So I was trying not to make eye contact with you. <laughs> and she was the first. <laughs> right. Or like get into a conversation with you. But the weird thing is that after networking events, this woman is saying this after networking events, I always like connect with people, send the emails, whatever. And she's like, I couldn't stop stalking you. I was like, who is that weirdo that was at a networking <laughs> event talking about God? And I was like, oh, this is great. 
So she stalked me for a whole year and is now, you know, we work together in like a whole thing. Like God was doing something with that. Like she was one of the ones. Yes. Right. But we didn't even know it at the time, like a whole year flew by and we had no idea, but it was just really interesting. There's so many more moments like that, that were just these like God nudges, but it's, are you available to go minister to the one? That's what he's always sending you out to do wherever he has you. And it was so cool to see it in this space where, you know, everybody like shows up and they want to talk about how awesome they are. Yeah. Super awkward. And just like, you know, yeah, yeah, completely inauthentic. And then I'm showing up with like no strings attached and being hilarious. Right. Like (laughs) literally, like I didn't even know what's going to come out of my mouth. So it was just like a total adventure being like, this is going to be interesting. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It was hysterical. So that just gives you a sense of like, okay, I'm doing both things. I'm trusting that you have me doing this right now until you want me to be doing something else. And that I'm not going to know what to say, but you're going to give me the words to say, like, you're going to highlight these people to me and you're going to give me the words to say. Well, I love that. I'm just going to partner with you in doing that for however long you want me to do that until you say do something else. I love that. Like so much less prep work going into your assignment. The most fun ever. Like I've never, like I've done networking events, like as a normal human and really did not have a good time. Right. But this was a good time. This was hilarious. Right. And it was just so fun because I'm not relying on a business card. I'm not pointing people to my website. I wasn't doing any of those things, but people were like, who is that like adventure (laughs) that just walked in here? Like what just happened? Right. So it was just so, so, so funny. Oh, I love that. Okay. Before I forget, I want to make sure that our people know how to find you and all of your goodness. And then I have a closing question for you. Oh, that's a secret question. I love. Okay. So everybody can find me at julianapage.com. That's where the links to CourageCo are. CourageCo is www.courageco.org. God's Vibes is the podcast. But again, just go to julianapage.com. You can link out to the books, to the podcast, to CourageCo, to all the things. Oh, I have to be transparent. So I'm a part of the Courage Co., which is awesome, but I haven't fully partaken of all that it has to offer. Like, I'm like, oh, I got to watch those. You know, you have the relationship series. I'm like, oh, I have to get back to watch. So it's it's awesome stuff. And I haven't even begun to tap into what, yeah. what is there. So, yeah. It's it's the launch into the deep for sure. Oh, yeah. That, so that is a path to acceleration in your life, by the way. So if you're looking for a shortcut, it's doing the work. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like so many things. <laughs> yeah, just that. Darn it. Here. No, no secret pills. Exactly. Okay, so in closing, what do you want to leave our listeners with? If you could tell them just one thing that would change the trajectory of their lives yep. for the better, what would it be? God's vibes matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, and it really is because yeah, this, this is what I asked. Like, I had to, this is a weird assignment, but it's a powerful one. I had to write my obituary in oh, undergrad because I was studying journalism. So I'm like, I think I'm only a sophomore at this point. I'm like writing my obituary. So it's kind of an intense assignment. <laughs> but <laughs> to me, it really makes you major in the major and, mm-hmm. and care less about the petty, yeah. right? And the things that are really not going to matter, right? And nothing is promised. So it really makes you live sober. Like it's, the scripture that talks about teach us to number our days that we might live in wisdom. That's yeah. it. Because we don't know. We really don't know. People can say no. they know. We have no idea. Right. No. It's God that holds this all together. So to me, it's like, okay, I can't promise somebody that life isn't going to be really hard, that they're yeah. not going to face situations that are beyond their comprehension. 
that they're not going to feel, you know, unqualified or unworthy or seen or valuable or whatever these things are. Like, I can't promise you any of that is not, not going to be a part of your story. It probably 100% will be, but yeah. if you are connected to your power source. There is nothing you can't overcome or break through. Mm-hmm. Not a single yeah. thing. But no. if you don't have that, you could be crushed and so many other things could be a part of your story. So mm-hmm. to me, it's like the main mission is to keep pointing people to the one. Yes. And how you do that, you start recognizing God in everything. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And start searching for him and everything, and then you'll yeah. find him. Yeah. Yes. And then it'll become, I feel like sometimes in our life that searching feels like an obligation, but when you experience that power, it becomes a hunger. Yeah. You know, like an almost an insatiable hunger to to know it and feel it more. Right. Yeah. And we're we're in charge of our hunger, right? And I call it like treasure hunting. Mm, right. Yeah. It's almost like if you've been like praying about something or meditating on a word about something, now you're like, ooh, like now this is gonna like show up in my world somehow and I'm on this like treasure hunt with God. It's like literally those <laughs> treasure hunts that you would get that you gotta like check off all these things on the yeah. treasure hunt. Like that's kind of what you're doing with God though. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, like we're going to go over here and do like this. We're going to go find this. So it's a very playful approach, but your life becomes this epic adventure versus something that you're like constantly trying to run from, hide from, numb from. Yeah. It it becomes something that you're fully present and engaged with. Right. And it's something that you're proud of. And at the end of my life, at least I want to be like, well done, chick. Like you did that. Like I want I want that. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like, oh, you missed it. Right. Well, you were busy doing all of that, like, uh, or the I never knew you. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. No. Exactly. So I'm like, I just know the race that I want to be running. And I know that it's going to take endurance and like strength no matter what. So I'm just choosing what lane that's going to be for me. Right. And where to draw from. Oh, thank you. This has been such a blessing. I'm so grateful that you I'm joined so the show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for blessing us with all of that wisdom. It was just divine for sure. So thank you. You're welcome. It's been an honor. Thank you. (laughs) I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.